welcome to what will surely be a show. The fastest. <laughs> I think that's ever. what we can say. Hate your job? <laughs> was, was that my no, cue go, to start the pre-roll? Go, go, yeah. go, 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 go. Hate your job? Quit. Become a developer or data scientist with Thinkful instead. Thinkful is an online education platform that offers fast-paced learning to take you from beginner to job ready in six months or your tuition back. Start off the new year, that's 2019 by my calculations, by pursuing your dream career in tech. Go to thinkful.com slash rebound for a $600 scholarship. That's thinkful.com slash rebound. Terms and conditions apply. I got to tell you, I think I made the same little joke to myself last time. 2019 by my calculations, that is apparently the thing that occurs in my head when I see start off the new year. So that's the only math you can do. <laughs> Thinkful.com slash rebound. I broke the rules this week. I have some notes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, I knew this was going to be a quick show, so I knew we wanted to hit some points and I wanted to not forget what they were. So we're just gonna go. We're gonna go rapid fire. You're just gonna give me your impressions of each. No, that sounds like a terrible. Is this? Yeah. <laughs> Is this clock? Lightning round. Lightning round. Uh, so uh, our our good friend John Gruber uh, lets slip a detail from Tim Cook's, I guess, all hands meeting at mm-hmm. Apple, which is right. that there were apparently 11 million battery replacements on older iPhones uh, last year, and at least one of those was mine. <laughs> At least 10 million of them were John Moltz. <laughs> I can't say how many others of the 10 million there were, or the 11 million. But. And mm-hmm. the other interesting part about that is, I guess, it sounds like that, that is a lot higher than most people expected it to be. Because, you know, there were people saying, like, well, I mean, how many did they do? Like a million? And it's like, no, it's actually, actually 10 million. <laughs> yeah. It does seem like an awful lot, but... Well, who would not take advantage of that, right? Like, I mean, batteries are the first things to go on your phone, and if they're going to replace it for, like, 30 bucks... <laughs> Right. And it only takes... Well, that's... Yeah, that's the... And it was going up at the beginning of, the, of this year, so... Right. Like, if you wanted to do it and thought maybe you would do it this year, last year was the time to do it. Did you... How long does it actually take for them to do that, John? It took an hour and a half or something. Okay. I mean, that's not too bad. I had an, 30 I bucks had an in an hour and a half. Um, and I went to the store, and I got in relatively quickly. Um, you know, got to see someone relatively quickly, five or ten minutes. And then um, they took the phone. I went to have lunch. And by the time I was done with lunch, it was done. Yeah, so that seems pretty... I mean... That's not so bad. I, we talked that about... That time's 11 million. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about doing that for my fiance's phone because she's got an iPhone 6. But we were just lazy and never did it. So... <laughs> Way I mean, to go. Yeah. Well, it's tough for... I mean, she doesn't have like... It would have to be me taking it because she doesn't like have an hour and a half to spend. Certainly during the week. And during the weekends, I know they're also super busy. Like, so yeah, that just didn't, didn't get around to it. Uh, but 11 million is a lot. And so that's, you know, that's 11 million people who at, you know, probably a sizable chunk of whom were like, well, I'm not going to buy a new phone, right? I'm just going to spend $30 on a battery replacement. I guess some of those people might be, I'm, you know, upgrading the phone to give it to someone else or to sell it, uh, you know, replace the battery so that it has a better you right. know, even value. if it's going to be a hand-me-down you want to get right. the best battery you can get well it depends who you're right. handing it down to right maybe you don't <laughs> maybe if you're handing it down to your kids you don't want good battery life <laughs> it's true could be i've been there you're there now <laughs> actually the for for a quick crossover moment between this show and the other show that john moltz and i do together um my daughter who has an iphone 7 plus i think it is 
uh, left it at a friend's house when she was at a sleepover. And, uh, so Sunday morning, she realizes she left it there. And my feeling was I wasn't going to go back and get it, that she was going to have to wait till her Ever. friend came to her, which wouldn't be until Tuesday. <laughs> Ever. So she had to go Sunday afternoon and all day Monday without it until her friend could see her Tuesday because I wanted her to have like the pain of forgetting <laughs> your phone as uh-huh. a way to remember that I shouldn't forget it. Because if I just went and drove back, then there's really no consequence. It's like, oh, my dad has to drive an extra 20 minutes to get my phone. And I'm curious what your take is on that. I I don't have kids, but punishment sounds good. Pain, yeah. I mean, that's that's really what you want to inflict on your kids. <laughs> are you out, are you all out of sticks? <laughs> <laughs> um, knowing me, I would probably like twenty minutes. Twenty minutes both directions, or one oh, way? whoa, whoa, but, uh, it's, it's really fifteen minutes each way. That's that's what it is. Oh yeah, I might wait. That's a reasonable. Yeah. That's a half hour. That's a, that's like you know. It's a third of the way it's to getting like, your battery usually replaced. Usually we go to someplace and, you know, some he goes to some friend's house that's like five minutes away, usually. Yep. And I would probably go back and get it for that amount. Of, but like a like a half hour? Yeah, that's like, day? Probably, that's like probably a day. That's a whole billable hour there if you're rounding up. You've got to charge him. <laughs> At least I mean, make him right. pay the equivalent of the Uber you might ride. might as well just buy a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was, I was like if you want to if you want to pay me from your allowance for an uber <laughs> i didn't say this <laughs> yeah that's another way it's another way to make her feel the pain <laughs> revenue generation well dan you have a list i have other topics but you have a list that you wrote down i just no, have one uh, thing in my head so you no you say the thing in your head i don't want you to forget well well i sent you guys a, a text earlier that uh that reputable source of online news the daily mail says <laughs> that um all ios devices are going to move to USB-C. And I'm curious if you uh, think that's right. You know, I saw that too. Um, I think it comes from uh, Mac Otakara. John will connect oh, yeah. my, correct my pronunciation. I will just tell you that that is wrong. Okay, it thank sounds you. Irish Great. the way you say it. <laughs> oh, Sorry, that was really... <laughs> I apologize. It's to... That was offensive. Mac Otakara. Yeah, I don't know. I I I buy the possibility. I've I've seen people go back and forth about this. I didn't think that the they would switch the iPads necessarily, and of course they did. So, Spoiler alert. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I mean, the, it, there's a question of whether or not Apple cares about standardization. And I think the answer is not if it hurts them, but if it's a benefit, then it's, sure. It's, like, that's not what it's coming down to, right? Like, they don't really care as much about, oh, you only have one plug for all your Apple devices. Like, that is not, I think, what's motivating them. It's, is this a better solution than what we currently have? Mm-hmm. And... I'm not convinced that it is a huge improvement. And of course, there you can't discount the amount of revenue they bring in by licensing the Lightning Connector, which they won't be able to do with the USB-C, at least certainly not to the same extent. But lots of people seem to make shitty Lightning accessories anyways, so maybe it's Including not that big Apple deal. themselves, by the way. <laughs> do, does any host of the show not have at least one frayed Apple Lightning cable? I actually oh God, don't. I have so many. No, I... Mean, I, I've, I've, and I I'm too stupid to throw them out. Does it wait yeah. Oh, no. Electric tape. My, basically, my, my, many of my original Apple cables are, are 70% electric tape. At this Does point. it yeah. count? Like, in our household, we absolutely have them in our household. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I take very good care of mine. <laughs> I, do you think that in our lifetimes, we will see Apple um, release an iPhone that has no port, USB-C or otherwise, and you'll do the charging via induction and your pairing via Bluetooth, and that's it? I think that's plausible. I wouldn't in your guys' lifetimes? Sure. <laughs> John, are you... No, John, are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> I don't live long, Dan. 
<laughs> just no. there's nothing there's nothing I know that's wrong with me, but you know. <laughs> but just seeing the state of things. <laughs> just just looking at the way I live. It doesn't look good. Washington. It doesn't look good. <laughs> this can't go on like this. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the, uh, I think there was another part to that report on the USB-C thing, which was the same, I believe the same post suggested that Apple may be bringing back the iPod touch. It's not dead. Well, it's not, <clears throat> I mean, they still sell it, but they do, but it's really old, it's right? It's really, really old. old. Yeah. It might not even run iOS 12. I don't know. I think it does. I think it just barely, maybe that's their thing to. is like, right as it's about to fall off the cliff, they'll right. just keep releasing new ones. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. But yes, the sixth generation debuted in 2015, so it's almost as old as the Mac Mini was. It's been a while since yeah. they released another one. Jesus. And it's kind of. This eight, is getting eight. kind of weird. I mean, because I th- kind of think they. Sh- I mean, like, I don't know. Why, why wouldn't they do it just to sell more iOS devices? Because they want people in the ecosystem and they want people buying Apple Music and all the other you know, services that they're. I figured they stopped to make money off really of making them because it was so easy to repurpose an old iPhone at this point. Or an iPad. But yeah, I mean, so if they do that, and they're also bringing the iPad mini back. Right. Yeah, that was the other um, part of that. That's kind of interesting. They're starting to get, they're kind of starting to get into the old, you know. (laughs) Oh, the the 1990s Max? Yeah. The 1990s, yeah. I mean, mean, you can understand, you can still understand what all of the devices are, I think, more than you could, you know, with performance and all those things. But it is a lot of devices. I will say the, the biggest uh, argument in favor of an iPod Touch that I've seen is my one of my cousins is an elementary school librarian, and she distribute, like she bought a bunch for her department, iPod Touches, so that, that she could distribute them to the kids, and the kids could use them for things like filmmaking or like creative projects. And it's a lot yeah. cheaper than buying, obviously, a bunch of phones because she doesn't want to pay for you know data plans. Yeah. And it's a yeah. lot smaller and more manageable for small kids than an, even an iPad Mini. So I can see that as an argument. I wasn't. I, I never really believed that that was enough of a case for to make Apple bring it back. So I guess they must think if they are bringing it back that there is like a market outside of that, or that that market is huge. I would think there's a market outside of that. I but. think they're doing it just for your librarian relative. Honestly, <laughs> probably it. That's probably. Dan, true. how many librarians are you related to? Uh, four. Just checking. Wow. I mean, two of them are my parents. So yes. But I have at least an aunt and a cousin who are both librarians and other people. I mean, I worked in a library. I'm just not a librarian. Checks out. Yep. That's true. Well, my mom, my mom volunteered at the library. So I guess, that's, does that count? Sure. I'm, am I related <laughs> to your mom? No. I, I hope uh, not. <laughs> John, we have some news for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else is on the Morin list? Uh, well, my favorite story of the past week is this wacky one um, where United published a whole bunch of information about like their most profitable customers, including how like a whole bunch of stats about Apple. And yes. I, I immediately saw that and was like, "Oh, what? How did they publish this without Apple getting super pissed off?" And then like, <laughs> like a few didn't. days later, it was like, "Oh, whoops." But, like, there was some crazy stuff in there. Like, they have, like, 50 seats a day going to Shanghai. Um, and it was, it was just a tremendous amount of money that they were spending. Uh, it, yeah, like, $150 million for United, like, they spent on United every year. And that's, I mean, it's not to say they're a big company, right? They send a lot of people, but, like, that is a, that's a ton. Yeah. Well, you'd think that they would be going there a lot. <laughs> 
Wasn't it wasn't that that was the famous like Steve Jobs thing? Right? Oh yeah. Where, where were, why are you still some, here? Yeah. Some problem. Yeah. Why are you still here? <laughs> you should be in China like right now. I've tried that on you guys. It never works. No. Yeah. <laughs> Try in about ten minutes, Dan. See what okay. happens. <laughs> well, this came up. This came up in some Slack. I mean, apparently, some they've they've kid they've not kidnapped. They've arrested this Canadian guy. Did you see this? Sort of in, it seems like it might be in retaliation for the arrest of the Huawei um, executive in Canada. And um, they have charged him with plotting to bring some ridiculous amount of like cocaine into the country. He didn't get caught doing it, but they said that he was planning to do it, I believe. Um, And his family, of course, says that that's nonsense. And um, so they they put the guy on trial, and, and the guy was supposed to get 15 years. And then they said, hang on a second. And somehow it gets appealed. Like, I'm not, they didn't, the article I read didn't even say who appealed it. I'm assuming the Chinese government appealed it somehow. And now they said, no, he's going to, we're going to execute him. <laughs> yeah, that seems, I mean, to me, that seems like, like this is verging into politics, but that seems like political yeah, right. posturing, right? Because if they, if they executed this guy, that would, like, the shit would hit the fan. <laughs> Yeah, like I just don't see how they would actually get away with. <laughs> I like that. that I'm ty- that I'm typing Canadian guy into the show notes. My you know the thing that I keep the uh, show notes in, and it wants to capitalize guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, is it guy? <laughs> it is not guy. Oh, thank God, thank God. <laughs> that would add a whole other layer, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, not just for us personally, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I would have a lot of questions. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know how I, we talked about, I don't know why this just occurred to me, but um, we talked eons ago about how Amazon in ads for their voice activated helper assistant guy, they play some kind of sound that humans can't hear, but that the mm-hmm. echo can so that it doesn't get triggered. Yeah. Trigger warning. Um, during NFL games, which I will only watch one more of this season and I will do so grumpily, um, <laughs> Apple often has ads saying like, you know, or like little tags before, like going into the game for a moment, where they'll be like, Want to know all the stats? Just say, hey, Siri, uh, you know, who's the leading... <laughs> Shut up, folks. Nope. Who's the leading whatever today? <laughs> I was today. waiting for it. And the voice... You need a tone. ...of the announcer is close enough to my voice that it triggers my phone every time. It doesn't trigger anybody else's phone, but, you know, you train your phone to your voice for yeah. Siri, and the, whoever does that voiceover for the NFL's ads on uh, football games sounds a lot like me, and it sucks. And I just wanted to put that out there because it triggers. I usually am downstairs in the basement to watch a football game, and I have my phone and my iPad, and they both uh, wake up from that every time. So I just wanted to share my complaint with you both. It's funny because Cat uh, always tries to set mine off by trying to imitate a voice, but like she, her imitation of my voice sounds like, "Hey Siri!" <laughs> oh my god, there's two dance on the show all of a sudden. That's right. <laughs> you were talking about watching watching TV, Lex, and that made me think of uh, two other things related notes that I saw. One, uh, NBC announced that they're launching a streaming service. Uh, that will be, weirdly enough, free to people who subscribe to cable and not just Comcast, but, like, any yeah. competing cable service. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. It makes sense because it's going to be supported by commercials. They just want you to watch wherever they can get you to expose that. Sure, right. But if you don't sense. have cable, you still have to pay. <laughs> right. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And then, similarly, uh, pretty close to that announcement, uh, Netflix has said this morning that they're raising their prices. Yeah. Most, 13 bucks a month now? 13 bucks a month. Be? Yeah. 
Yep. So uh, I Mike... was thinking, how cool would it be if you got several of these streaming services together, bundled them, and then <laughs> distributed over broadcast, like over <laughs> coax, for example? And I'll never like, work. That could be. It'll cool. never work. Hilarious. That's that's mm-hmm. crap. But it is hitting that point where it's like, I definitely, I have not paid for cable TV as long as I have lived in this apartment. <laughs> and I mean, I've I've mainly used like streaming services and stuff. But the thing is, like. Now there are so many freaking streaming services that I I think it might it's be more expensive. It's to the point where it's cheaper just to get the damn cable again. Right. I well, mean, so the, I, the best part I about it, worst... at least, is that I can, like, turn them on and off when shows that I'm watching. Like, yes. like you know, so Star Trek Discovery is coming back this week. I will pay for CBS All Access for, like, the couple months that it's on, and then I will cancel it again, which is nice because right. you could never do that. Right. With now, the, that's interesting the about you because, like, uh, I happen to work for a company that has a streaming service. We worry about people who will not do what you're doing, but will wait until all the episodes are out and then sign up. Like you could wait yeah. until the season is over and then sign up for a week and watch it all and, and binge it and be done. If, if that were me, have... I might do it. But since I'm watching it with somebody else, that will probably not happen. Yeah. I, I have three streaming services right now. I have Netflix, Amazon Prime, and then I currently have a Hulu membership because I did their Black Friday deal where it was 99 cents a month for a year. Oh, wow. And I'll sign up for almost any streaming service that's 99 cents a month. So come at me, streaming <laughs> services. Um, Hulu has just a random ad for Hulu now. Hulu has a documentary about the Dana Carvey show. <laughs> I think it was called Too Funny to Fail or something like that. And I don't know if any of you remember the Dana Carvey show. I it failed. But I did loved it, not? it. It did. After eight episodes, only seven of which they aired. And I loved that documentary so very much. Um, mm, so recommend it if you, you paid just Hulu. for the price of that, is what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty much. It was worth the $12 I'll end up paying. This year. Well, I just did a thing similarly um, a couple months ago uh, at the end of November. So there was a I got a promo for three months of stars for like five bucks a month, which was and I figured I watched the show Counterpart uh, and it's like, well, that's just enough basically to take me through like watching the, the season of that for like 15 bucks total. So it was like three months for the cost of two months, essentially. Um, yeah. And I was like, that's that's not bad. And I, it's like the only show I'm going to watch there. So I'll just cancel it when I'm done with it. But it's yeah, it's definitely I I I get the people who sign up for things so that they can binge everything. It's just not the way I want to watch most of those shows generally. Um, yeah. So I don't. But yeah, it's well, I I want to see them as they come out because I want to be able to talk about them. Right. You know, like that too. So yeah, that's the water cooler aspect that they're still counting and, on. And I don't. And also, I don't want other people spoiling it for yeah. me. Uh, the anti-water cooler aspect i have that problem anyways because like again i'm not the only person watching these things so if it were me i would be watching them as soon as they come out but like that doesn't always happen so then it's like i'm at the whims um speaking of uh not funny i guess and um streaming services i am noticing just now that uh roku oh yes i saw this has is swimming against the stream here and has added (laughs) alex jones's Infowars as a channel i can't imagine they're gonna i i i would not be shocked if by the time this episode airs that decision is reversed somehow or another i don't know maybe i'm wrong it seemed like a weird choice and also the i saw like Somebody posted a screenshot of them tweeting at Roku being like, hey, what's up with you carrying Infowars? And they're like, oh, is this the channel you're looking for or something? And it was like, that just seems like a badly trained (laughs) robot and or social media intern. (laughs) Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's uh, that's a weird choice. That would not be the hill to die on. Let's put it that way. Yeah. 
Sorry, Lex, because I know you're a big Roku fan. <laughs> well, I really also like the Amazon Fire Stick, so I'm okay. Worst case, I won't use the. I use. I end up using the Amazon Fire Stick more because, as I mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, I use the Cavo, and when I tell it, "Hey, watch Netflix," its instinct is, "Oh, let me switch over to your Fire Stick." So, would you use a lot more Fire Stick? Would you get a if Apple made a streaming stick instead of the Apple TV? Would you buy one? Not right now because I don't need one unless it was like as cheap as the other streaming sticks. I mean, but what if you could also get Planet of the Apps? <laughs> <laughs> then yes. Do you, does your <laughs> is your TV one of the ones that will support uh, AirPlay? That that would be the main differentiation, I would think. I don't know. Um, I I think I have an LG TV. Did they announce it? Yes, LG is one of the partners. They did. Yeah, yeah. So you might then, not need yeah. it. You might not need one. Uh, I have disconnected my Fire TV just because I did not. Once Amazon came to. Uh, to the Apple TV, there really wasn't as much of a reason to hold on to the Fire TV. It's fine. I saw the new version of the Fire TV stick they just announced will ship with a remote that actually can control your TV, which is nice, because the old one did not. Uh, it didn't have any IR support. It was only Bluetooth. That's the one thing I don't like about my TV, that it's it's IR instead of... You know, that's very annoying. When you when you get used to that Apple remote, and even the even though the Apple remote itself stinks, the fact that it works through <laughs> Wi-Fi is, is great. Yeah. And the fact that I have to point that goddamn thing at the TV well, all the time. Yeah. That's the berserk. reason I like my Harmony so much. Another, yeah. yeah, another thing I like about the Cavo, exactly. Um, but, you know, whether you're watching television or not, my feeling is you should be dressed well. <laughs> There's no well longer done. any excuse for wearing an ill-fitting suit. Uh, actually, that reminds me, there was one time, and I know that this is a traitor to people who became very important to me, but uh, one time I went and saw Jay Leno live when I lived in LA. This was like 15 years ago. And uh, he came out first in all denim, and he's like, I'm going to go put on an ill-fitting suit. And I guess that Jay did not know about Indochino. Because Indochino, North America's leading made-to-measure menswear company, makes suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Just visit a showroom and have a stylist take your measurements personally. Hey, don't take those personally, stylist. (laughs) Or measure at home yourself and shop online at Indochino.com. Then... Choose your fabric and design customizations like your lapel, lining, pockets, buttons, and monogram. You should check it out because you can really customize everything. And then relax while your suit gets professionally tailored and mailed to you in a couple of weeks. I bought Jay Leno an Indo- That's not true. I have an Indochino <laughs> suit. They gave me one. And then I bought one of my own, too. And I really do like them. And it's, I got to tell you, you would never, uh, I am not fashion forward enough to think, hey, it would be cool if I could customize my lapel or my lining or my but then you get to do it, and it is cool because, like, I have a gold tone inside to a, a dark gray suit, and I'm, I'm a big fan. It looks freaking – it's great. I'm a fan. I like it. You should check it out. This week, this week, you will never believe this, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $359. Where? At Indochino.com when you enter the promo code REBOUND at checkout. That is 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND, to get any premium suit for just $359 and free shipping. This is an incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. In fact, I like this deal so much, guys, I'm going to drop and go order another one right now. (laughs) That's funny. I actually need a suit for an event coming up later this year, and I'm thinking about getting an Indochino suit. You should do it. You should do it. I'm thinking about it. I know where you can get a code Guys, as you knew, and our listeners don't, I have to drop, but I will talk to you both soon. Have a good rest of the show. Goodbye, everybody. I love you all. Jesus. Man knows how to make an exit. <laughs> Is he gone? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm waiting until he's gone so that we can get into the real, the real business. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is the Spider-Man trailer. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. That seems like an obvious one. Uh, any, other technolo- any other technology news you want to discuss? 
Uh, no, I just, uh, just that I need, um, oh, I want to ask you one thing, but then, uh, but my, my complaint is, um, I need new AirPods soon. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're in the AirPod, the battery zone as where it could, what I if you got a $29 that... replacement for that? Ding, do, do, do. Um, after uh, so that's starting, the first one comes like after like a half an hour of use now. Oh boy. And it, it, it works for a long time. They work for a long time after that. I don't even actually, I haven't even tested to see how long because I haven't gotten that far, but, um, I am deliberately charging them a lot more than I used to. And, uh, I would happily buy a new pair if they would ship them. So I'm hoping that happens very soon. How old are they? My Air- next question how, is, wait, hold on, now wait, they, sorry, before you leave that, like how old are your okay. pods? When, when, when did you buy them? Well, I got them when they came out. So they're two plus years old. Okay. I'm just, I'm Which doing, it doesn't seem like, you know, it should be, I mean, they're very tiny. Those batteries are very small, but right. still, I'm just doing the math I mean, of like, how much are you paying and per it's, year? You know, it's, um, it's the first edition of the product. Hopefully, they may have better batteries this time around. I would well, imagine. But. The re- the related topic to that though was that um, you may get those because one of the pieces of news that came out in the last week is that the air power may not be dead. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, which That's right. I was as surprised as anybody to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I think I, I, think, sure. uh, I think everybody who worked at Apple was l- a little surprised as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of pictured there's just a smoldering lab and an engineer emerged, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like holding aloft a flaming air power. <laughs> it is ready. Bestow it on the people. So it supposedly has gone into production. Yeah. Uh, well, that makes me wonder then if so. The the rumors had been there was a new version of the AirPods that was in the works. Uh, to go with the wireless charging case, but that also might have some other uh, features in them, like they're talking about the um, Siri Siri functionality built in, uh, so you could do the the Hey Ahoy Ahoy Siri uh, mm-hmm. from your AirPods. So, right. and the question was, were they just were those were those ready to go and waiting for the air power to be ready, which seems <laughs> weird, or were they just not? Are those not ready themselves, or what? But it seems like. Yeah. I know a lot of people, not you alone, who are having battery problems with the AirPods, yep. like with the original, you know, ones they bought pretty early right. on. So right. it seems likely. Yeah, Karen, Karen has a pair, and they're you know that she got in like September or something, and she, she they're working fine. So. Yeah, right. Well, but I mean, you know, batteries. That's I mean, hence the whole thing we just went through with iPhone battery replacements. Right. Uh, right. And I think that probably replacing the batteries inside an AirPod is. Probably I, yeah, I not feasible. I, well, there's, they 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 like glued that whole thing together, right? It's they, yeah. if you looked at the teardown, it's just it's just like a mass of glue inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think that's happening anytime soon. So, no. uh, but I yeah. could definitely see them, you know, popping out a new version to to sell to all those early adopters and add wireless charging and Siri features to people uh, mm-hmm. who had not Plus- been brought on board yet. <laughs> The way these things look, the way mine look right now, I wouldn't. I would pity the poor person who had to try and change the battery on. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, they're originally white, right? Now, what color are they? <laughs> they were yes, once upon a time they were white. So my my question then yeah. is that now that Karen has a, a 10R, uh, do you have a recommendation of a charging pad? I actually, the one I'm using, it really depends what you're looking for. I think because the one I really like that I'm using is a Samsung one, but it's one of those angled ones. And it's because I like yeah, having right. it on my desk and then I can look at my phone. Yeah, I think she might like that. Yeah, I really like the one I have. It's, you know, fairly basic. I'll have to look up what the model number is, but it's just like the Samsung, uh, Samsung like angled charger or something. Um, okay. It's fine. Like, I would say that it's not, 
there's nothing to make it particularly stand out uh right. other than i really like the fact that it's propped up at an angle um yeah but it seems that charging wise it seems to be fine uh it seems to be fairly like quick about these things etc do you use a case i do use a case uh i have a really okay. basic you know silicone case that i think was like mm-hmm. an anchor it might be an anchor case that i bought for like 10 bucks or something um and it works fine i've never i had you know what i did i'll say i i think we talked about maybe we talked about this here or somewhere else but uh, I did have some problems for a while where it was like flickering on and off and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And it started like when I got my 10s, and I complained about it on Twitter and somebody pointed out and I think they were totally right. Uh, I, I was using mine just plugged into a USB port on the iMac because it's right next to the iMac. And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's not drawing like enough power. Enough power. And so I, I switched yeah. it to a, you know, a plug adapter and it's been totally fine ever since. So I think that was the issue. It was some, some sort of power draw issue with the USB ports. Um, yeah. I don't know whether it does supposedly the Samsung the charger is capable of like the fast charge thing I don't I can't tell if that actually works or not I mean it's certainly I don't you know I've never been in a situation where I'm like oh I need a quick charge you know to charge all the way up to full or whatever usually I just leave it on the charger when I'm sitting at the desk right because it's convenient to yeah use and that's what I imagine she would do but then I'm sure she would like to be able to look at it conveniently yeah I like that uh, better than the flat version yeah um it just seems more useful to me because then like and what's cool about the with the face id stuff is like if you look at it like when it's angled down it will unlock so you can like read your notifications Mm -hmm. and i use siri on it sometimes to say like you know siri open this app and then all i have to do is glance at it and it will unlock and open the app which is also pretty pretty cool well that's 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 uh living in the future it is i know it definitely feels like it um but i and i've seen a lot of people talking about the air power you know, like, okay, first of all, how expensive is it going to be? Uh, and, you know, are people going to buy it? And I, I'm still kind of in the market for one because I would consider it because on my, at night when I you know go to bed on my nightstand, I have, you know, a, an a Apple Watch charger and my iPhone charger. And I would love to have that simplified um, by just having a pad I could put things down on rather than having to plug and unplug stuff every night but you know then there's mm-hmm. the question of how much am i going to pay for that convenience <laughs> yeah uh and as some people have pointed out it probably won't work well my apple watch currently is using one of the um the loops and right. so it doesn't sit right. flat so i would either i have other bands i could switch back to like a buckle band instead but i like the loop so i kind of like oh yeah. how much of a problem is that going to be really but I don't, someone suggested when I was talking about this the other day, like, oh, here's, you know, 12 South has like a dual charging thing. But it's like one of those stands where you have to like, the phone stands upright and then you have to like put the watch on like a little holder or something. And it's mm-hmm. like, I think mm-hmm. personally, I don't like the look of those. They're not for me. And it's kind of bulky and not what I'm looking for. I like the idea of just a mat that I can just be like, pop, done. Uh, but I'm also... You can get the, you can get the Nintendo, what, what is it? Is it a Nintendo? Or is it Game Boy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The what? Yeah. For the, what? I have the. So a friend gave me the the Mac, the classic, the classic Mac, Mac yeah. uh, watch charger thing, standy thing. Yeah, um, which I love because it you know makes it sit up and it just look it's cute, it's adorable. Yeah, I'm also and I, now they have a, a Game Boy. I got to admit, I'm. I just also don't want to wake up on fire. That's always been one of my rules. <laughs> <laughs> no waking up on fire. You picked the wrong timeline. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, don't remind me. Every day. Uh, did you see this rumor, uh, which came out a little bit before we started talking, that uh, Intel might want to hire Johnny Sruji? I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. I apologize for that. But the uh, Apple's head of hardware, who used to work at not. Intel, um, and was one of the, uh, the leads on the A4 design. Um, oh, and so interesting. suggesting that he might be a candidate to replace uh, Krasanik, who resigned uh, right. after in somewhat of disgrace, but mm-hmm. unclear whether or not he would take the job or, you know, how much of a serious candidate he is. But that, I mean, this is the problem when you get to a company that's as successful as Apple and you have sort of all these people who are really at the top of their game is like, where's there to go? Right. So like, you know, Ron Johnson leaving years ago to try and go save JCPenney, which didn't work out for him. (laughs) Did not work out so well. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, But yeah, I always wonder about like, how long can you, especially when you end up in a situation where again i don't think either of us thinks apple is any serious trouble but like when you get pr about like the company not doing as well or facing challenges i wonder about those those top tier people thinking like uh maybe there's an opportunity for me to go do something somewhere else i don't know you'd, you'd leave this you'd leave all this oh yeah i mean just behind just right in the rear view <laughs> john if they gave Why me the option that, they're like, do you want to host a show? You're going to get faxes now. Oh, geez. Just the angry, angry faxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I expended most of the stuff on my list. I didn't have a list. Unless so. you want to talk about Qualcomm. No, I do not want to talk about Qualcomm. Qualcomm wants to talk about you, though. I'm not talking about Qualcomm. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Qualcomm? They'll come, and, they'll come and mess you up, man. Heck with those people. Technology, general technology wide, there was this thing this morning about this tiny little Bluetooth chip. I don't know if you saw this. I did not. So it's basically a tiny little Bluetooth chip that can power itself based on essentially using wireless energy that's already in the air. So, like, uh, it's a perpetual motion machine? Exactly. Uh, no, it'll take like Wi Fi, Bluetooth, and cellular signals and use those to power. It's it's like Bluetooth chip. <laughs> that, that makes me afraid about the signals all well, of a sudden. Well, that's <laughs> kind of... I mean, okay, so that's a, a much more advanced version of what things like my understanding and engineers are going to write in and correct us, but I thought that like RFID and technologies like that, they're essentially unpowered until you put them next to a reader that's powered and that they they essentially use probably something kind of like induction to power them. Um, so I don't know if this is similar in terms of principles, but just expanding it to like stuff that's already floating around out there. But I mean, yeah, essentially, I mean, energy waves are energy waves to a certain degree. So if you can figure out a way to capture them, I don't see why you couldn't use it to power things. But it makes it the thing is it makes them t- it makes them tiny and they don't have batteries. So like you can embed them in all sorts of right. crazy things, uh, which seems incredibly clever uh so it's like a little bluetooth sticker and i do think nfc they have like nfc stickers that are kind of similar to that where you can like slap them on things and they essentially don't have a battery or power circuitry inside of them it's kind of nuts mm. though so, so apparently both that is, yeah that sounds like almost bond villain <laughs> <laughs> uh well or good- maybe or maybe uh, uh an x-man john uh, both amazon and samsung have exist have invested in this company uh, how could you even claim <laughs> that they would be bond villains? is that is that how gambit charges those cards <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> oh man, future gambit. He's just collecting Wi Fi Wi Fi energy. It's Wi Fi Sherry. <laughs> it's not you, it Wi Fi. Wi Fi. Oh God, you know how I love any show that talks about Gambit. <laughs> I do. I do know. Well, I'm gonna bring him up every episode from now on. Excellent. This is the, he's the official sponsor of the rebound. <laughs> I got nothing else technology, so if you want to spend yeah. 10 minutes talking about Spider-Man, we can totally do that. Oh, that's sure. Yeah, I would, I would do that. That's what our listeners yeah. tune in for. All right. Yeah, so if you, if you don't like, if you don't like uh, trailers... Yeah, or spoilers. If you, know, if you don't want to know that Spider-Man's actually still alive... What? <laughs> Surprise. Uh, then, yeah, log off uh, now. <laughs> then, then you should have hung up, like, you know, 35 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched this this morning, and... I loved it. I really loved Homecoming and Into the Spider-Verse, and I know some people have tried to set yeah. it up like there's some sort of weird like like throwdown happening there, but it's like I I why can't we like both? Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. So this looks like a very good uh It's money. I mean, if what's the idea there that that Sony is trying to do it to like stick a finger in Marvel's eye or something? What in terms of the spider-verse i mean i think it's because that, there's a, that was more of a so i mean they're still working together on it but i think it's some of it is that they have this the... huge catalog of spider-man characters because when they bought the rights to spider-man they get not only the rights to like peter parker or spider-man but yeah. like everything that was associated with sort of that whole spider universe and right. as a result like they that means as a result we get things like venom right but there's also way more characters than they can use in a single film or series of films without running into the problems that kind of besieged the later sam raimi movie um yeah and i think that therefore they want to see how can they spin that out and you know spider-verse is a it's great i loved it it's a fantastic movie but it's also very clear that by making the premise of it, there are a whole bunch of multiple universes with multiple Spider-Mans, they can easily draw in all these different characters and spin them out into their own things if they want to. Like, they've already, there's already yeah. been talk of taking, like, individual films of some of the other Spider-Mans in there. Uh, and, yeah, so, like, to me, it's just, like, staking out territory. Yeah. But yeah, I would I would watch some of those. Sure, I mean, why not? If they if they're of, if they're at that caliber, then sure. Like Nicholas Cage as, as the Spider Man Noir was actually really good. I thought he was, yeah, I thought he was great. I thought all the other Spider Man yeah. Spider Man Spider People Spider People Spider People yeah, uh, were great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I don't know. I mean, so we're you know we're con- continuing with the sort of uh, the Spider Man Homecoming thread because. This is sort of the, that's the close collaboration between Marvel and Sony. I don't know how much yeah. Marvel was even really involved in the Spider Verse stuff because it's not MCU really. Like you could tie no, it in if but you I would wanted think that to. They have some creative. I mean, I would. I don't know. I it, it it seemed like it was so good that I thought that they must have some creative input into it. But uh, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Like because they've owned Spider, they can do whatever they want with Spider Man, basically. Um, and I think they, the whole deal came down to kind of the exchange of, well, you know, Marvel wanted to use Spider-Man in the MCU, the Sony Spider-Man previous Spider-Man ventures didn't do well. And so they were like, well, okay, can we sort of ride the coattails of the MCU and have this like weird little relationship here? And clearly, I mean, Homecoming, really good movie. 
it's a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, yeah, you should definitely yeah. go see it because it's. Yeah. I, I even before Spider Verse came out, I thought that really did a lot to revitalize the Spider Man brand. And this this trailer looks just fantastic. It does look I mean, great. It looks funny, and and I was surprised to see Nick Fury in yep. it. I didn't realize he was. Gonna I be think in this I knew he movie. was, but I didn't. I had forgotten at that moment when he shows yeah. up. And Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio <laughs> looked good. He looks like he's doing sort of a syndrome thing from. Yeah, I liked somebody point. I like Incredibles. Maybe in the trailer, they're like, "He's he's like it's like ah, oh, he's like Iron Man and Thor put together." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I was talking about this in one of the slacks we're in, but like my Spider-Man knowledge mainly originated from the 1990s Spider-Man cartoon on Fox because that was just the first place I really <laughs> ran into it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I certainly knew who he, who Spider-Man was, but I didn't have like a deep knowledge of the, of the stories and the other characters and stuff. Like, I think probably before that, the only thing I would credit is like the, the comic strip that ran in the papers. Cause I used to read that, mm-hmm. but it was insanely boring. It's really, yeah. Well, they, those soap opery ones are really, but they're also, <laughs> it's a really tough, it's a tough medium it was to get always, people excited about. It was about. three panels and it was like, first panel, yeah. here's what happened yesterday. Uh, this panel, something, here's what happens tomorrow <laughs> in the third panel. <laughs> And you're like, seriously? Like, what? <sighs> they were so yeah. so long. But there's a good moment in this trailer about uh, Aunt May and and Happy of all people. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, and then that. another one with Peter and and MJ. I thought the one with Peter and MJ was hilarious, and I am so looking forward great. to showing that to Cat because she will find that awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. she did. Uh, Zendaya did such a great job in the first movie of being. So they set her up, and it wasn't until the end of the movie that you realize that she is, quote-unquote, MJ, right? Like, she's not Mary Jane, right. but she's, right. she is MJ. And uh, I, I thought her character in that movie was so delightful in the yeah. sense of just, like, not giving a crap. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's such a very different character from... Uh, right. The one in the comic books, the classic one of well, the comic books. And they all are. Right? I mean, I love, um, I'm forgetting the actor's name, but the uh, actor who plays Flash Thompson, yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> who is in um, from the hotel, uh, uh, Grand Hotel Budapest, the Wes Anderson film. Uh, Grand oh, okay. Bo- Budapest Hotel, sorry. Um, yeah, so he he was a, he starred in that movie, Tony Revolori, but he plays Flash Thompson. And I love, I love that, you know, all of the characters, all the kids in the movie are nerds right because they're all at this they're at the special like, yeah academy this, like, right yeah and nerd school yeah and so even nerd if, academy even if he is like the jock quote unquote which he's not quite right. like he's yeah. still he's just a jerk yeah it's he's not a like jerk. yeah but i he's love a, he's rich i love the scene i love first of all i love the scenes with him in the first movie where like spider-man takes his car um <laughs> and i love the scene in the trailer with him where he's like i respect spider-man like he's got a cool suit all this and then like immediately cuts to like him saying to like hey dickwad to peter uh just really really great character beats of uh, transplanting him really back to high school and making him a high school kid Mm-hmm. I think is one of the huge successes of yeah. of this. And and I mean they're also incredibly lucky to have got Tom Holland who is yeah. just a yeah. just fantastic casting. I mean the, the MCU in general has done a really really awesome job with casting. Uh oh yeah. But I mean uh, yeah, we've had this discussion before in other sure. podcasts, but they uh they really set the bar. 
There's uh there's one more thing. We're done with the trailer. Is actually one more um, Apple news thing. All right. Well, for all people those who people stuck who around left. and listen to us. <laughs> complain about we'll, trailers we'll is that, that um duck duck go apparently is now switching to apple i Maps. saw that uh yeah i do you use duck duck go regularly or no i do i do i use it exclusively oh, exclusively oh okay that's right i mean you know every once in a while i will f- be looking for something and i can't really find it and for some reason some, usually something like old or a really obscure and um Every once, every once in a while, on a rare occasion, I will go uh, to Google, or I've even gone to Bing. But um, Bing it. Uh, I I can't remember when the last time I did that was. Oh, that's interesting. I've tried the the, the switch to DuckDuckGo thing, and I understand all the value for it, and I do use it from time to time, uh, especially because there are there are also things that Google I think has trouble turning up at sometimes. Um, yeah, and that's the right. I think that's the thing. It's like sometimes you just get different, slightly different results right. from different uh, search engines. And but I've never gotten to the point of being able to feel comfortable really just switching to it full time. Like I feel like on the whole, for me, Google usually does better. I understand all the privacy concerns and like totally reasonable. And I think DuckDuckGo is definitely the best of the alternatives. But I just it doesn't. I I found myself when in the past when I've tried to use it, getting frustrated with not getting the results that I wanted. Uh. That's fine. Like, I mean, yeah. So I'm glad, I guess they're using Apple Maps. That's interesting, though, because, like, Apple Maps doesn't really have a web. They have embedded web stuff, but they don't have, like, a website, right? I guess not, no, yeah, right? if you go I to maps.apple.com, so it goes see, to... I wonder if they've done it already. Yeah. If you go to maps.apple.com, it just takes you to the page about maps on <laughs> in iOS. Yeah. Yeah, so if I go to Dr. Go and type pizza, pizza places oh yeah yeah they're right there find results closer to you enable location or set manually those are definitely so this is interesting because it clearly Mm. finds even without knowing who i am or enabling location it clearly finds stuff that is near me (laughs) so my question is how is it that's interesting how is it retrieving that yeah without knowing where i am (laughs) this is weird i mean the first one i looked so i thought i'll look at my car dealer um and it a map loads, but there's nothing on it. Oh, yeah, I get... So, <laughs> when I typed in... I have a similar issue. When I typed in pizza, I can go to, like, a full-screen map view, and it shows me all the little, like, like thumb, uh, you know, thumbtacks, you know, points for all where all these things are, but it doesn't... Yeah. It hasn't loaded mini any map, map tiles. I mean, when it... It shows it in the mini map, and that looks fine. That looks... That shows some detail, um, but then when I click on open map, it just blanks out. Work. Trying to do interesting uh yeah i i don't know there seems to be some issue with it uh actually yeah. loading map tiles. maybe give it a minute no i demand satisfaction now <laughs> you you will not get any satisfaction on this podcast can't get no satisfaction john can't get no satisfaction Sure, we can be done. Our one live stream sure. listener, thanks for tuning in. There were up to three at one point. That's good. Sorry, we ruined mo- movies. Yeah, for you. apologies. Maybe it's Joe. St- if general, it's Joe Steele, I'm not movies. sorry. Oh. <laughs> Bye, Joe. <laughs>